recording. We are going. Yep. This is great. I'm back in James's house. Yes. And uh, I'm feeling good. I tell you, I was feeling, I was getting real spazzy over the week. Were you? Yeah, I was very emotional. Oh. Getting angry all the time. Whoa. And it, all, it was always someone else's fault. Of course. I yeah. was never overreacting. Never. No. But I tell you what, I, I come here and something about this place, this is like my safe space. I come in <laughs> and I just relax. Yeah, you just re- chill out. Yeah, I walk in the door and I just like unclench. Yes, yeah. I've been clenching the entire week you know that in these four walls you can say anything yeah. and you do I, I quite did. horrific I, stuff yes yeah and i always love and to your hear neighbors it. don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well how are you doing james yeah good man good you know it's uh well uh, you know you see you're excited <sighs> yep it's another week i made it another week <laughs> Oh, what's been going on? So what's been getting you angry? What's been getting you down? Oh, real simple things. Okay. Kind of things that if I tell you, you'd be like, what are you talking about, Brian? Right, yeah. Like, um, like one thing, um, this guy owed me a little bit of money. I actually, I need to give you a tenner, but uh, this guy owed me like... He, oh, yeah, 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 okay. This yeah. guy owed me like 720 or something like that. Right. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll just send it to you using MoneyGram. MoneyGram. Yeah, it was so, it's some app, okay? And I've I, never heard of it. Yeah, and I, I tried to, like, figure it out, and I couldn't. I went all... <laughs> I started kicking <laughs> things and stuff. 720 is an unusual amount. What was that for? It was it was thing for college. You had to split it four ways. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, right, but right. I was proper, like... <laughs> and yeah. it's, all, it's always, like, something where... If I actually calm down and explain to someone, it's because it's I can't work an app properly. <laughs> and they're like, did you have to kick the fucking... Because uh, we have a little foosball table... Uh, in my house, right? And I was just kicking it there for a good, a good, a good forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and your parents are like, "He's finally getting into sport. It's great to see." But yeah, yeah so today we are going to be talking about yes, uh, the shrink next door. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A really interesting story about gaslighting and psychological abuse. Fantasy, then, obviously, make believe stuff. Is yeah, it? yeah, stuff Dungeons that we dragons. that we are really into. <laughs> but before that, we should talk about what's been going on the week. So, right. the big thing for us was that we were downstairs watching a little bit of Elon Musk on uh, SNL. On SNL, yeah. What do you think about that, James? That was very. It was weird. You know what I mean? He just. He is a very odd guy. Not even, well, he is. Like, he has Asperger's or whatever. He came out. Yeah, he came out and said that. Yeah. But Which is good deflecting from him, because before they were all like, uh, Elon Musk, bad, yeah. bad. And he was like, Asperger's? That's like top trumps. Top trumps, yeah. They, he had them over a barrel then. Oh, apartheid doesn't matter if you have Asperger's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he did the monologue and like he's just a lot of moving like, oh, so, uh, uh, you know, my name is Elon Musk and, uh, you know, people are like, what, what's wrong with you? It's like, uh, I build rocket ships. Do you expect me to be a chill dude? <laughs> and he's doing a lot of head movements and he kind of was like Keanu Reeves and Bill and Ted just like, whoa, dude. Yeah. It was weird. I think it, he was having fun. Do you think he was having fun? I seemed like he was having fun. To be honest, I didn't give a shit. Like when people was like, SNL, oh, Elon Musk, oh no. Like, people were proper angry about they, it. They were acting as if, like, before this SNL had a, a perfect track record. Yeah, yeah. But um, what's funny is, right, so Elon Musk, he's not, like, he wasn't funny, obviously, and he wasn't a very good actor, but that didn't in any way diminish the quality of the sketches or the show itself, which is just testament to what a piece of absolute dog shit snl has become yeah it's like just really horrendous you could get anyone to do snl and the sketches would still be the same like gen z hospital that gen z hospital oh my, man that I got, could work with anyone you I, could get my dad to do that sketch it would still be the same <laughs> level like you can't yeah. elevate that kind of thing it's yeah so i don't know obviously snl is trash him being on it didn't improve it or you know reduce the qualities so it's kind of a it was a whatever moment why do you think about seeing all the moms because it was mother's day. why oh. is it mother's day in america but not here why do we have two different know. mother's days i don't know why that is because they're all made up bullshit holidays that don't really i don't even believe exist. in mothers yeah they don't exist man yeah that's just a woman pretending to <laughs> that's women gaslighting yeah. society I tell you, mother's day if you cut her, if you cut her head off it just grow back like yeah. a liquid terminator <laughs> But what do you think about... I just got the video up here. 
And we got to see all the cast members' mothers. Okay. Let's go through and look at the mothers. Oh, you want us to actually look at yeah, the mothers? let's rank the mothers okay. and decide if they're good enough for my cock. This, <laughs> this is really... Okay, so if you're listening to this, pull up the SNL Mother's Day thing and go through it Well, with you don't us. need to. We'll describe it to you. Okay. So first of all, we see... Uh, Who is that? That's all oh, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, Kate McKinnon's oh. mother. Kind of looks like Kate McKinnon. Yeah, a little bit like an older Kate McKinnon. Yeah, bring up the brightness here. Yeah, it gives a pause. Ugh, awful. Kind of looks like Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, and then whoa, who's this? This uh, A.B. Bryant's mother. A.D. Bryant. A.D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A.D. Bryant. Kind of looks like yeah. Mm. What can you say? They're all Kyle Mooney's mother. They're all trolls. (laughs) Let's be honest. Miley, she's looking good. Is there anyone you'd like to fuck? Look at her. Pause. Pause on that. Who's is that? Go back to that's that. Ha- I think that's Heidi Gardner. Heidi Gardner. Just pause. Look at that, man. Holy fuck. Yeah, it looks like they fished out of the river. <laughs> <laughs> they put a bit of lipstick yeah, on. Yeah, look like, you know, just imagine like Liza Minnelli if they fished her out of a canal tangled up in a shopping trolley. I want to see Beck's mother. I think Beck's mother Yeah, I think she's the, she's the pick of the bunch. Yeah, Be- Beck Bennett's mother had big arms. Oh, she could hold you. Show us. Look at that. Look at yeah, those arms. Look at yeah. those veins in her arms. She takes care of herself. She keeps it tight. It's funny. You really see where how important genes are. Where Some of them are like, yeah, she's looking good. And some of them it's like, oh, God, when yeah. did she die? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, is there anyone else? I want to see Pete Davidson's mother. I bet Pete Davidson's mother is very nasty, filthy girl. Yeah, she's just... she's just Dirty new, girl. Fucking new... new. Was it Long Island they're yeah. from? She's just Long Island trash. She's banging firefighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my fucking husband died in 9-11, so I, now I need some fireman cock. Let me slide down your pole, if you know what I mean. Mom, I have borderline personality disorder. Shut up, you little queer. That's why your old man died. I've heard that um, in the firefighting community, it's pretty common, you know, like, and it's kind of accepted thing, like, hey, if I die... I don't want some fucking stranger banging my wife. I want the guys looking right, after her. Right, right, okay, yeah, you know? yeah. I don't want some fucking postman, <laughs> you know, some Moulin Young. <laughs> some fucking mooly postman coming over here, sticking it to your mother. You're going to take that, huh? Ah, fuck that shit. We need a good Catholic cock right in the pussy. That's what we need. All right, that's your, you're the man of the house now, Petey. You're listening to, put down that bong, you little twink. I'm trying to teach you something here. Actually, wait, that reminded me of The Sopranos. I was listening to a podcast called Shattered. Shattered. Yeah, it's about the New York Knicks. Right. In the 90s. Mm. And they go into, remember I was telling you, this is like a while ago, I was telling you that when the Knicks were trying to get LeBron James. Oh, they did a fucking. A little Sopranos video. That's right, yeah. This, this podcast is very good recommend it because they get Edie Falco on to talk about that oh wow and apparently like uh, Gandolfini was really excited to do it really yeah and she said that like they'd been offered like way bigger money to be like can you do this for Coca-Cola or Microsoft and because he, he loves basketball yeah yeah, all, he, yeah he said yeah but it the video sounds even worse than I thought because I thought the video was them you know it was it was Tony and uh, uh, Carmela is it yeah. Carmela Tony, I want you to meet Meadow's new boyfriend. <laughs> this is LeBron. Oh, who the fuck is this Jacko Brigado here? You know what happened? If my, we know my old man would do if I brought a fucking butterhead in here, huh? Which I don't even know what that means, butterhead. I assume uh, it's a slur uh, of you know, some black kind. people love butter. Yeah, you never that- see a white man eating butter. <laughs> Look at that. Respectable. Uh, no, but I, I thought it was just them two, you know, Tony... Uh, just talking about, like, oh, LeBron James, should he come to New York? Apparently in the video, they're friends of LeBron James. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, and this- Hey, Tony, <laughs> I uh, just came by to drop over your Black & Decker. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I got him checked for AIDS. Uh- <laughs> what do you think I am? Am I a fucking toxic person over here something, huh? No, apparently they're friends of LeBron. He's coming over and they're trying to find him a place to live. This is It's like a reimagining of guess who's coming to dinner. <laughs> LeBron James is Sidney Potier. Ew! Paulie comes over. Hey, Tony! Anyway, yeah. Yeah, it sounds really bad. And apparently the footage is gone now. Okay. You can't find it. Okay. So It's probably good. 
I think it would, would be weird. Also in it, because uh, Gandolfini had a big beard at the time because he was right. filming something. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's meant to be they're under witness protection. Okay. But they're still going to hang out with LeBron. Right. You know, but keep it on the on the DL. Sure, you know? yeah, yeah. Just hang out in a diner in New York. <laughs> with LeBron James, <laughs> David Bowie, and Michael Jackson in an urn. It's like, well, I'm living like an everyday schnook. Yeah, it's it's a good podcast. I recommend it. What's even, called Shattered? Shattered, even for non basketball fans, because it's, it's all about. The, it's hosted by Chuck D. Oh, from fucking Public Enemy. Yeah, sweet. But a lot of times, um, I get some street cred there for knowing who Chuck D is. Yeah, I didn't know who that was. Is that he's is he from ABBA? <laughs> Chuck D is he related to Easy E? Because you know. Yeah, no, but um, I will say it's not like he's actually writing the script or anything okay yeah because a lot of these podcasts now they'll get a celebrity on to host it quotation yeah, marks yeah, but yeah. all he does really just says like hey this is the podcast and then like here's an interview with someone else and they do the right okay they have a little bunch of interviews and at the very end he's like well that's the podcast fight the power yeah there's also if you the- want to fight the power check out our merch <laughs> online there's a lot of ads for viagra Okay. Well, it's not Viagra. It's like... Well, what, what would you expect from Chuck D? <laughs> huh? Get it? It is funny. Penis. How, it is funny how so many podcasts, they're all sponsored by, like, Dick Hardening Pills. Yeah. It's like... The we comp- should be the first one that's like, Dick Softening Pills. Hey, is your dick too hard? Are you just walking around poking three-year-olds in the eye with your massive <laughs> cock accidentally? <laughs> wink, wink. Because they're sure winking after you're done with them. But listen, take our... Uh, what is it? What would we? What would you call it? Uh, floppy pills. Take our floppy pills. No, this definitely this is a marketing meeting now. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, We come up with the name first, then the product. Right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it would be uh, hard no gone. Okay. Hard no hard no hard. No hard <sighs> no ho- no hard. No. Let's circle back to that. I'm going to circle back to that. Okay. I'm going to stay up all night if I have to. <laughs> Hard. What are you talking about? So, so yeah, Chuck D's podcast. Yeah, Dick Hardening Pills. I wish. Why can't we get sponsorship with Dick Hardening Pills? I've tried. Yeah, they're like we don't want. We customers don't like the idea of Brian O'Toole being hard. <laughs> Two men with erections. Not in this lifetime, buddy. Take that sick shit to Fantasy Island. What? Yeah. Okay. It um, definitely is our name. The fact that we have fuck in the title. That should attract them. Well, you'd think so, but... They're pussies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I was talking to the Blue Chew guy at one stage. I was telling you that, wasn't I? Mr. Blue Chew himself. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Blue Chew. <laughs> of the Blue Chew. My f- please, my father was Mr. Blue Chew. <laughs> uh, my friends call me Chewy. That's not what they call you, and you know it. Shabbat shalom. Yeah, but I was... <laughs> I was talking to a representative from the company, and he was like, well, we kind of only deal with the American market. Right. So we have no interest in the Irish market at the moment. Okay. That's a, that's a real fuck you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, isn't it? Fucking cunts. Should, should I, they would have respected me if I just sent them abuse. Blue chews for pedophiles. There, I said it. Yeah. Now it's true. Yeah. No, we're just going to... Some men just want to watch the world burn. I said that. Now the entire empire of Blue Chew will crumble overnight. Yeah, yeah. Like Rome falling. <laughs> yeah. Um. So do you want to... That was one podcast to listen to. Okay. And the other podcast we listened to is The Shrink Next Door. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were yeah. telling me about this. Sounds very interesting. No, I didn't tell you too much because I wanted to get your genuine reaction. Oh, this is what he does... Yeah, he tries I, to do pull little tricks on me, you know. I like keeping you in the dark at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, because I get I want to get your genuine reactions. A lot of times this is scripted, and then you're going like, yeah. "Oh wow!" And I've been rehearsing for months in the mirror, in yeah, the mirror with yeah. a skull. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I've gained all this weight for the podcast. <laughs> I'm like Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. Reverse Christian. <laughs> But, um, they call me the machinist because I need a machine to breathe properly. <laughs> so I've been listening to this, uh, The Shrink Next Door. It right. came out like last year. Okay. I remember at the time people were like, oh my God, Brian, you have to listen to this podcast. It's so great. Who? But, Who are these people? Uh, people online. Well, I, I, I pretend like they're my friends. <laughs> no, I meant the Huffington Post. That's those people. You go to a cafe with your laptop and you pretend it's like we're friends in Central Perk. Just you and the corner uh sorry i don't drink coffee yeah i try to start a conversation just like 
like just walk past someone with shrink next door. <laughs> shrink next door says what? <laughs> okay, so so they all say it's great, but the thing with the podcasting world is it feels like every single week there's a new like true crime thing. It is. It's a very oversaturated market. It is, and also a lot of times like the crazy true crime is just like it's a ten episode series, and at the end it's like oh the, the you know the creepy husband. Yeah, he did it. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. can believe such a thing. But yeah. this is different. This is uh this is less about murder and more about psychological intrigue. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So, and the reason it came up now is that they're making a TV show based on this. Okay. Starring Paul Rudd and Will Farrell. Yes. And the doctor involved in this has recently been back up in the news. Okay. Yeah, but okay. we'll get to that at the end. Yeah, I get to that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll just jump right in, shall do we? Do it, do it. Let's I'll, do I'll it. I'll describe the main players. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll tell you who's playing who, just so you yeah get an idea. Now, visual I believe idea. it's uh, the it's gonna the show is by Michael Shoalwater. Shoalwater, yeah. Shoalwater, and he kind of did stuff with like uh, David Wayne and that whole group of people. Yeah. Who like I like their stuff. Like they've made some their good stuff's movies. very silly. I'm hoping they don't go silly with this. Cause yeah. Okay. It is, it is dark in places. Yeah, all right, okay. So we'll jump into it, okay? Um, picture a man. Mm. A Jewish man. What? <laughs> Stop. Marty Markowitz. Marty Markowitz. Hello, kids. My name is Marty Markowitz. Yeah. He's, is... Now, he's played by Will Farrell in the show. Okay. So, and it sounds... I need more cowbell, okay? <laughs> no, that's too much cowbell. I have a migraine. <laughs> Now, he is, uh, sounds like he's very man-childish in this, so okay. I think Will Farrell will do it. It's not really much of a push for Will Farrell. Sure, yeah. Okay, so he is uh, a guy, he grew up in New York, all right? Right. And his father runs... Jew in New York? Yeah. Are you sure this is a true story? <laughs> he, he, uh, his father ran a very, very successful fabrics company. Okay. Okay. Now, the father dies. Right. And now Marty is put in charge. He's in his late 30s. He's in charge of this big multi-million dollar company. Okay. A lot of stress there, right? Sure. Now, make it worse is he's like, oh, am I good enough to fill my father's shoes? Right. One of the uncles doesn't think so. Ah, the uncle's like, that should be me. Right. So there's a little bit of an argument amongst Rather the family. Shakespearean, isn't it? Like yeah. a Greek tragedy yeah. come to life. Speaking of Shakespearean, there's an evil bitch in this as well. Ah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I so, knew it. And he's dating a girl as well. And the girl's like, we need to get married right now. You just got money. Let's oh, get married right yeah, now. Of course. And yeah. he's kind of like, uh, maybe we should get a prenup. And she's like, if you get a prenup, that means he doesn't love me. Yeah, well, then that's on you. Sign it or get out. So there's a lot of stress, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mean uncle, mean girlfriend. Right. And this uncle is the dad's brother, I'm assuming, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So And he's kind of like, oh, the the, the worthless son shouldn't own the company. Interesting, no. Okay. Now, Marty's under a lot of pressure, so he decides to go to a therapist. What? Yeah. For what? Do you think that's a pussy move? Yeah, real pussy. You know what he needs to do? He needs to go out, pound a few beers, and then pound a few queers. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's how we deal with our problems. We have a couple of Jack Daniels, and I smash a glass in some Fanook's fucking face. Yeah, it's literally better for you. It is, yeah. Like, it's a scam in a way. Better for everyone. Oh, it's it is. Total like, scam. I, for... Mental for, health, not you real. You know, for a bit of a laugh recently, I was looking up online therapy, all right? <laughs> oh! Oh, what? Better been for a goof or two. Oh, it's for, it it for a podcast. <laughs> Look, you getting humiliated by prostitutes is fine, but therapy, that's yeah. where I draw if the line. If they found out about this, they'd be sickened. Yeah. If Maeve yeah. Higgins found out about this, she'd vomit. <laughs> All right. So, um. All over her seeing eye dog. <laughs> Look into it. Yeah. Yeah, Alex Jones did the whole thing about it. <laughs> I can't believe this, this, this goddamn comedian whore. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, he decides to go to a therapist. Oh, no, I was talking about I tried to go to a therapist recently. Yeah, oh, just, look at you trying to deflect the... No, no, I was just looking up for the crack, okay, for a giggle, <laughs> all right? And uh, the on- I don't like the online therapy stuff because it's 65 euro for a texting session. Yeah, that's fucking... Like, what not, is that? Like? Not, not like you see their face or anything. Yeah. For texting for an hour, that's 65. You literally. For the initial hour. That's ridiculous. Isn't that a scam? Like? That is a scam. Like, that's a fucking scam. And also on the website, you can pick which therapist you want. Yeah. None of them look like that was the picture. It looks like they got the worst picture than possible. Like. Okay. Also, one of the therapists is a nose ring. What? Yeah. A nose ring? Yeah. 
I don't want my therapist to be in a fucking real big fish cover band on the weekends. Fucking less than Jake over here telling me what I need to do to improve my fucking mental attitude. Yeah. You fucking smash mouth cunt. It's a scam. It's a yeah. scam. And Marty should have known this, but he didn't. Right. So what he did is he looked up like, okay, I'm a rich guy. I'm kind of a public profile. You know, sure. People know me around the yeah, place. You know, yeah, yeah. He goes to a lot of like functions and charity dinners, okay? Yeah. So he decides, okay, there's a uh, therapist who specializes in the rich and famous. Right. Dr. Ike Hertzkov. Hertzkov. I think it's Hertzkov. Uh, let's go with Hertzkov. Uh, Dr. Ike. Dr. Ike. Ike. Come on, Ike. Hey, Ike. Okay, so Dr. Ike, okay, he's uh, got a lot of famous clients, all right? Okay. Um, we'll find, it, find out about a few as the show goes on, all right? right? But so Marty goes to Dr. Ike and he's like, oh my God, I've got so many problems. Can you help me? Dr. Ike says, he doesn't say, like, oh, I will give you tools in order to help yourself deal with these things. Dr. Ike says, don't worry, I'll fix all your problems. Wow. Yeah. I like the confidence. Yeah. I like the confidence. See, immediately. Yeah. There's, there's another thing in this show, in this podcast, and we'll get to it, but like, where do you draw the line between being like, you know, an individual who was gaslit and, you know, someone like psychologically controlled you? Where's the line between that and just a chump? Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? I get you. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's some people in this I think you could read, classify as chump. Chumps. But in the podcast, re- every single person is like, they play a sad music and right, like, oh if, my God, yeah, I can't yeah. believe Dr. Ike would do this. Yeah, but, I was manipulated. But anyway, so Dr. Ike immediately is like helping Marty. Right, okay. So first thing he does is say, you know that girlfriend? Yeah. Dumper? Dumper, yeah. Sweet. Well, I think she left. <laughs> but Ike took credit for it anyway. Oh no, I tell you, I forgot. What happened is... They broke up because the prenup scandal. Okay, right. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. She came back like two months later and was like, "Hey, by the way, when we were together, you said you'd pay for my vacation. I still want you to pay for my vacation. You're not allowed to come." Okay. And Doctor Ike was like, "Maybe don't pay for a vacation." Mar- yeah. Marty was like, "Oh my god, you're a genius. <laughs> you can you can say no to a woman." My God, Doc, I'm cured. <laughs> oh, it's just fantastic. So Ike immediately is like, he's um. He's helping Marty, but he's really going like we need three sessions a week, you know. Right, yeah. And he's he's really like, like we you need a lot of me, Marty. How much is he charging an hour? Big this is big bucks. Big right? bucks, yeah. yeah. And also This is actual mental health ice, not what we give the plebs on the in the public sector. Yeah, this is the classified This shit. is the real shit. And also Dr. Ike will sometimes be playing around. He's his big thing is like, I'm not just a therapist, I'm your buddy. Okay. And an early sign of like things being a bit strange was Dr. Ike was like, hey, you know what? I'm your buddy. Uh, I'm your buddy, and my birthday's coming up. I want you to buy me a pair of sneakers. Yeah, okay. And that's a, this is going to be a bonding exercise, okay? Right. So they walk from his office down to the street to the sneaker store. Yeah. Dr. Ike says, I want those, and he made Marty pay for him. And he was like, now we're, now we're friends. <laughs> Here endeth the lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, see, you couldn't get this from other therapists. <laughs> Uh, this is great. So he's helping him and he's helping him. And then Dr. Ike's like, you know what? You're running this business. I think the best way I can help you is I go down there and check out the business. Right, yeah. You know, just have a look, see sure. what's going on, okay? Sure, yeah. So Dr. Ike comes down and he's making lots of suggestions okay. that are meant to be helpful, but they're all very like, oh, move that table over there. Yeah. Or, oh, that door opens inwards, make it open outwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but and like Marty is like proper like oh wow I didn't think that's really helpful yeah that yeah. could really help the the whole mood of the office yeah Marty does sound like a real chump now to yeah. be honest and yeah. even the other guys who work they interview some of the guys who work in the company a lot of them were like what the fuck was going on here the door <laughs> opens one way opens one way. who does the fuck oh my oh, oh fucking Stevie boy just lost his arm in the fabric machine last week <laughs> this motherfucker's opening a door what's going on here so even at the start the workers like. Is it kind of weird how Marty is just like, like almost like a puppy following Ike around? Ike. Yeah, okay. But Ike sees a problem. Marty's sister works in the company. Okay. And she is very close to Marty. Right. And Dr. Ike doesn't like that. Dane's in the office. Yeah, so It'll do- never work. Dr. Ike is like, hey, I tell you what. How about I become your sister's therapist as well? That'll be oh. fun. Oh, 
So he tries to get her involved, and she's like, "That's a bit weird, you know." Yeah. You're my brother's therapist. You want to be my mine. therapist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, bit- he's probably like, "Hey, your brother is a real wacko." <laughs> yeah. Has he told you about his foot fetish? Hey, look at these sneakers from him. He's a fucking chump. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. We could be living the high life. Yeah. So he's like, "You should. I should be uh, your doctor." And she's like, "No." She immediately becomes the enemy of Ike. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Ike starts filling Marty's head with all these like, things, like, "Oh, your sister's taking advantage of you. Oh, oh she's working. She's expecting a salary for working with you. Yeah. Bad, okay." <laughs> and they interview the sister, and she says. The attitude completely changed okay. between her and her brother. Right. Where they were really friendly before. And they'd even, like, take taxi into work together and talk about, you know, like... Uh, business? Th- talk about business, just family. Or, and, and, like, Marty was really good friends with, like, her children. Right, okay. Like, she was the, he, he was the cool uncle. And then after Dr. Ike got involved, Marty suddenly became, like, don't talk to me about anything other than business. Right. And if I catch you talking about anything other than uh, business in work... You're getting deducted. Wow. Okay. And I'm not talking to you outside of work. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So yeah. he really had his... Dr. Ike really had his claws in Marty. Yeah. 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 A lot of people say I mean, let's be honest. Marty sounds like a full-blown retard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who's that easily influenced. Another know? thing they always said is... Although I haven't said that. It would be kind of great if I got manipulated by a doctor and they were like, you can't see your family anymore. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Good. Let's just do it. It would be fun just kind of turn off your brain and be like, oh, I'm just doing what Dr. Ike tells yeah, me. Yeah, that'd almost be amazing. Almost like season two of Succession. No spoilers, but you know when season two of Succession? Yeah, sure. It's almost like I'm just doing... I'm not. I. I have like, no free will anymore. I'm like a puppet. Yeah, I can yeah. do bad shit now. I don't really care. I've yeah. turned off my emotions. Right. But like workers would say that they'd hear Marty on the phone sometimes, and he'd be talking to like a client, let's say. Right. And he'd be like, let's say, um, um, I don't think we can do that price. I, um, yeah. Can we? Can we? Can we lower that? that uh, okay. Uh, can, give me a minute, and then he'd call up Ike and be like, "What am I supposed to do here?" Oh, okay, I'll say that, and he'd call up the company like, "Yeah, I'm not taking that." Yeah, I'm not. To, hey, hey, it's my way or the highway, buddy. <laughs> I know where your kids are right now. They're in the playground. I've got a guy. I got a sniper in the bushes. You want to play hardball? Your kids are gonna buy me sneakers. <laughs> this is the fabric softener business, or whatever the fuck it is. I don't even know the fabric, but the it's fab- close enough. Textiles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So they this sit- is carpet world, motherfucker. The gloves are off. <laughs> It is like the Sopranos, like we're killing people over the, like some black guy trying to sell carpet on the street. They're on yeah. my territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Doctor Ike's influence becomes weirder and weirder. Okay, where he's like, you know what? The company seems to be causing a lot of stress. How about I just take that over for you? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. and you know, Marty's like. That's really helpful. That Thank makes you. So much yeah. sense. So they registered the company under Dr. Ike's name, un- under a fake name, I should say. Holy shit. So he becomes like, you know, he's like, hey, Marty, just simpler for the tax guys and everything. I'll, uh, on all the paperwork, I'll be like Dr. Stephen uh, Jackson or something yeah, like that. Okay. All right. And Marty again is like, yeah, great. This yeah. all makes sense, Doc. Yeah, because that way, like, you know, we're both winning somehow. <laughs> Uh, and then, all right, uh, Doctor Ike is like, you know what? You have a you know an apartment in New York. You got this big, big house out in the Hamptons. It's okay. A lot of stress. Yeah. Okay. All that I'll property. Tell you what, I'll move in with you. Yes. I'll move in. I'll take the master bedroom, <laughs> and you can have the dog kennel outside. <laughs> oh, brilliant dog! Yes, this helps us both. I don't even have a dog. This is great. So they've so much room in here. <laughs> he he puts Marty in the spare room, okay? And Marty's not allowed to keep his food in the in the kitchen area. What the absolute <laughs> fuck? Like? He has to keep his food in the bedroom with him. Yeah. So he's just like living like a prisoner. Yeah. It's like, okay, Marty, you know what I just realized? If you suck my dick three times a day, that'll relieve the stress <laughs> in your temporomandibular jaw. And uh, oh, yeah, that makes he's, sense. He's, he's a doctor. <laughs> okay. And then uh, this is some, some great stuff in this. Then Ike is like, you know what would really help you? What if you built a miniature golf course out, <laughs> out the back of your house? And called it Ike Land. <laughs> <laughs> so he got Marty to build him a miniature golf course, yeah, a full scale basketball course, and got him lots of like statue life size st- statues of cows. Okay. 
weird. Yeah, Very lots weird. of like life size statues. Yeah, there's lots lots of stuff that like Marty was not interested in. Right, Marty okay. did not like golf or basketball. Obviously, and so Marty obviously had a lot of money then to be able yeah, to yeah. Well, he's, he's running the big company. Okay, right, okay. Now, um, the sister, oh, she's still in the picture. All right, here we go. Fucking buzzkill. She's like, uh, this is a little strange. Shut up! My mental health! <laughs> yeah, so Marty fires her. Good. Finally. Uh, okay, now here's the thing. Uh, the, there's a joint account in the bank okay. with, like, you know, like some diamonds and some necklaces, like some very expensive jewelry and stuff, okay? Yes. That only the sister and Marty can access. Uh, kind of like safety deposit box. Yeah, or yeah. Yeah. The sister is pissed. So she's like, you know what? Fuck my brother. I'm taking that stuff. Sure, yeah. You know, I don't deserve this. And he's fucking... I'm taking it almost for like his protection. Yeah, exactly. Because eventually fucking Dr. Ike will get his grubby little paws on yeah, it. Yeah. So she takes it, all right? What does Marty do? He sends a letter, not to his sister, but to his sister's daughter. Okay. <laughs> he sends a, He drafts a letter and sends it to the daughter's school. So the principal has to call the daughter and be like, yeah, we got a letter from your uncle here. What age is the daughter? She's in the high school. Okay, right. Okay. So the principal's like, there's a letter from your uncle. You should read it. Yeah. And the letter was literally like, I'm sorry to inform you, but your mother is a duplic- duplicitous bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I, What's duplicitous mean? <laughs> Don't worry about that, sweetie. Just keep reading. No, something like, your mother is a bad woman. Yeah. She's a thief. She's a criminal. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't trust her, and I can no longer um, be around you or your mother. It, this is your mother's fault. Yes. I, li- I love being your uncle, but your mother has driven me away from you. P.S. I'm pretty sure she bangs Puerto Ricans for sick pleasure. <laughs> Kindest regards, Uncle Marty. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of caused a bit of a wedge yeah. in the family. Dr. Ike, you know, he's coming in playing all these mind games and like a weird, tricky magi- ma- magician. Yeah. Mujahideen. You could call him Judini. Gi- huh? <laughs> Uh, get it right, kids? Huh? huh? Anti-Semitic. Let's get going. Yeah, yeah. Judini, are you are you with me here? Because he's a Jewish. I, I love when people say like, "Oh, you just do like kind of like lazy, <laughs> offensive oh, comedy." Please, come on, Judini. That's per- that's beautiful. No one could think of that. Is that is what is that? What is Gen Z hospital better? <laughs> anyway, so uh, it's getting worse and worse. This yeah. uh, situation. Uh, Dr. Ike is like oh I should Dr. Ike had like kids by the way he had a family okay he moved the whole family into Marty's house and he's like oh you know what Marty you've got no family left anymore because I've driven them all away from you (laughs) you know what you should do because you know if you die your money's not going to go anywhere put my kids in your will what the fuck man and did Ike have a wife yep so she is she complicit? She knows what's going on. She knows on? all about this. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. like my husband's very smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she loves Jesus it. Like Jesus Christ, there's nothing sexier than your husband scamming uh, a basically mentally disabled man. <laughs> yeah, it seems like he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so what happens next? Let me get my notes up. Let's see. Oh, here's a very juicy thing. All right. Okay. So Doctor Ike fancies himself a bit of a writer. Oh, I see. He wrote multiple novels featuring a psychiatrist. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Sexy and the Wealthy Retard by Dr. Ike. Featuring a psychiatrist who solves crimes with a sidekick (laughs) called Marty. Oh, my God. Who's a Mexican. (laughs) Hey, Mr. Ike, I think we find out who did this, Holmes. Please go back to the garden, Marty. I'll call you when I need you. So uh, Dr. Ike would write all this in, in legal pads with with pencil, right? Sure, yeah. And then he'd get Marty to, to type it up. it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But Marty... This is part of your therapy, Marty. No, no. That, that would count as a session. That's fucking insane. So you have to remember, this whole time, Marty is still paying for sessions. Wow. So he's type he typed up seven full mystery novels. <laughs> Does it get published? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Which is a shame. They actually read out a bit of it on the podcast. It seemed very generic. Yeah. Very law and order. Sure. There's a bit in it where like the cop um 
the criminal's got the gun on uh, Dr. Ike. He's like, how do you find me? And he's like, well, I knew the body was in such a place where it's almost like someone wanted to find it. Right. And he's like, hey, good work, uh, good work, professor, but it looks like your time is over. It looks like disappointment is over. Right. <laughs> but then Marty comes in and saves the day. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just hits him with a burrito. <laughs> hey, Dr. Ike, what's going on, man? And then Dr. Ike puts, puts him back in the cage. <laughs> Dr. Ike calls ice and gets rid of Marty. That's how every book ends. Marty gets deported. Another very weird thing is that with multiple patients, Dr. Ike made them get second bar mitzvahs. So chop off more of their foreskin? I think it... I, <laughs> I honestly think it's more he just liked the party. Right. He, okay, yeah, so I actually was going to ask there, how many patients does he have? Because it really seems like... Lots. And is he doing this to all of them? It seems like a lot of them, yeah. Wow. Another thing... What a busy bee. I know, another thing Dr. Ike would do is he would write letters about his patients... Yeah. And send them to his friends. Oh, my God. So, like, he literally, he, he wrote out a letter and gave it to Marty to type up, and it was all about Courtney Love. Really? Because yeah? he was Courtney Love's psychiatrist. Jesus. And Marty was like, there's a lot of very personal stuff in these letters. Where really? You're basically, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I could sell this to, like, the New York... Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like- what's, the, what's the real trashy one? Oh, uh, the National Enquirer. The National Enquirer. I could sell this for millions. Like, this is all about Courtney Love's, like... You know when she's who she's banging and who her friends are banging. Yeah, this is very yeah. juicy. And you just hand it to me. What are you writing about? Him? Me? Yeah. Say like nothing, Marty, because you're a boring fuck. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, like, yeah. What other patients did he have? He had Courtney Love. Any other big names? I think he was uh, looking after Kurt for a while. Oh, so, f- that went well. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he used to have big parties in the Hamptons. And he'd invite loads of people over. He was very good friends with Richard Kind. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently Richard Kind was always hanging out in the pool, which is funny you think about this, you know, like this kind of psychological thing and Richard Kind just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um... Wait, so he was a doctor to Kurt and Courtney? Do they, in the podcast, ever allude to the... No, I don't think he actually su- pulled the trigger. Murder-suicide no, theory? No, no? Okay. But he was friends with everyone. Apparently, he put up loads of pictures of himself in Marty's house. It was pictures of him with, like, you know, OJ and um, right. uh, all, all the big names. Yeah, R- yeah, OJ, yeah. Richard Kind, all the big <laughs> names. <laughs> and um, a lot of the people who went to the house taught fucking uh, Marty was, like, the gardener or something. Really? Or, like, the butler. That's amazing. Because he would never talk. Yeah. He'd keep his head down, look at his, look at his feet. Jesus And you'll hand out, like, truffles or whatever. So Ike really had this guy, like, manipulated to an yeah. extreme degree. Yeah, around his little finger. Yeah. And there's loads of footage of Dr. Ike hanging out with other patients, you know? Yeah. Female patients. Oh. And he's like, oh, I can see you're exercising. Ooh, that exercise really paid off. And, you know, and Marty was holding the camera. Wow. He's getting married to hold the camera so while he's actual he, like footage of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he's like flirting with these uh while he with his own patients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like in the podcast they're always like, her hand was very close to his shorts. Oh. Or, or you know uh, the hand was moving ever closer to a, the groin. A bit of physical therapy, eh? If uh, you know what I mean. Oi, 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 oi. So what else is going on in this? Um what else happened? So, like, it just seemed... This li- oh, by the way, this lasted for almost 30 years. Wow. Holy yeah. shit. 30 years? 30 years Respect. of this, yeah. Look, It is like... You, you gotta know, give it to him. I mean, it's horrific, but fucking... You res- gotta love the hustle. Look, res- don't hate the player, hate the game, You man. know what it's like? It's like, you know the guys who have, like, the three cups, and you have to guess which... Uh, <laughs> What's under the cup? If you if you do that and you lose, yeah, whose fault it's is kind it? Kind of on you. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, and like Marty's like the worst case. There's other people that weren't affected that much. I yeah. feel like they're like there's one girl interviewed for the podcast, and she's like, I, I was sad, and I went to Marty because me and my mother had a bad relationship. Oh no, sorry, Ike. Ike. I went to Ike, and I was like, me and my mother have a bad relationship, but she died. Should I go to the funeral? And Ike was like, no. No. And she's like, and I didn't go to the funeral, and now I regret it. Well, that, again, that's on you. Yeah, that's the thing. 
with all these stories of like, oh, I was, you know, manipulated. It's like, okay, so what? Personal responsibility, accountability, taking agency for your own life doesn't come into play here. You were just completely manipulated and you're not at fault at all. Well, I feel like... Well, that's lo- the narrative they're trying to push, but I ain't buying it, bitch. Yeah. I ain't drinking the Kool-Aid. Ike for president, <laughs> cat dog out. Yes. I feel like with a lot of these cases where someone's been abused, there's yeah. always like a very legitimate case of abuse. Sure. And then people hear about it and they try and latch on to it like little leeches. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I also was affected by this. Yeah. yeah. I, I've somehow, let me think. <laughs> but like, it's a tale as old as time, you know, the chump getting taken for a ride. I mean, that's the world we live in. Everything is. The entire world, the entire global economy and and foreign policy, it's all manipulation, baby. Cinema, television, advertising, we're all being manipulated. And it's great. I love it. Manipulate me more. That's what I want. No one cares enough to manipulate us. Exactly, yeah. I wish some fucking crazy son of a bitch would come in and like try to take us over and pit us against each other. That'd be great, you know? No one cares. Nobody cares. Well, no one cared about Marty near the end. Because yeah. what happened is, the company was going to shit. Okay. Because it's being run by a psychiatrist that is too busy thinking about mystery novels, alright? <laughs> and Courtney loves pussy. Yeah. So the yeah. guys who worked there were like, Marty, you, we gotta move. The rents are in... We're in New York. The yeah. rents... Let's move over... Let's go over to Jersey. Right. We go over to Jersey. We can actually buy a place full out. We don't have to pay rent anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Marty's like, I, I guess that's a good idea. Is that a good idea? And Ike is like, no. No. I am never going to Jersey. That Rich, famous people are not in Jersey. Yeah. What, I'm- Kevin Smith's there? <laughs> Ugh. I don't want to fucking listen to Smodcast and eat fucking Gabagoo, all right? I'm a New Yorker. Fuck Jersey. Yeah, so he was like, I'd rather the company go bankrupt than we go to Jersey. I would rather another three 9-11s right after each other than go to fucking New Jersey. But here's the thing. This is yeah. when Marty starts to like, kind of wake up from the spell a little bit. Because oh. the company's about wake to go under. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. <laughs> I can't wake up. Wake me up. Yeah, the company's about to go under, and Marty's like, "No, I have to do this. All my staff, I'm go- the- people's lives are in risk here." So when are we talking? Like when he starts? This is this has got to be like post recession, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're talking like what twenty? 20- I I assume around two thousand eight, two thousand nine. All right, okay. okay, right, right. So Marty is like, "We're gonna have to move." So sure. they move against Doctor Ike's wishes, Ooh. and Doctor Ike is pissed. Yes, like. He is so pissed, he will visit the New Jersey office, but he just finds things wrong. Right, okay. And his things wrong are like, that TV's there, that's stupid. Yeah, he yeah. He put a TV on the wall. What's wrong with you? He literally said, my t- my ch- my kids heard about the TV on the wall, they all think you're an idiot. <laughs> nice one. They Dr. Ike's t- getting a bit sloppy with his gaslighting, to yeah. be honest. I think he's been resting on his laurels for too long. Well, You've lost your edge, Doc. You don't go what it takes You know, no you know what it's like? It's like when a comedian gets successful. Yeah. They don't work on the material. <laughs> That's right. Abusers are funnier when they're riding the bus. That's what Sinbad used to say. Yeah, you got to keep working every day. You got to keep it sharp. Keep it sharp. Even, you know what? It's like for abusers... You gotta like go work the small clubs. <laughs> you gotta work the like, yeah, just like the deadbeats, the junkies, the pimps, the buggers, the whores. You know, you gotta get the the bottom feeders so, in the like, trash. If you spend all your time abusing the very rich, yeah, you'll lose your edge. You have to go find the like, you know, some fucking like garbage man, yes, or a podcaster <laughs> and start abusing them just to work out, you know, a few little like I'm trying, I'm trying this new thing tonight where I I, I call a girl fat. I'm gonna you, see if it works. See if it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see if I can get them to start taking blue chew 24 <laughs> hours a day. Let's see if it works. So and then Marty starts to get sick. Oh, he's having heart problems. Oh. Marty has to go in for an operation. Right. And he's like, oh, oh no, no one's visiting me because I've alienated all my friends and family. Yes. But Dr. Ike will visit, won't he? <laughs> no. No, Dr. No. Ike don't visit. Dr. Ike don't visit, don't text, don't call. Oh, like wow. a true G. That's what I like. Yeah. Dr. Ike, He's respect. like, you're no good to me now. Yeah. Come to me when you want to start cleaning the house again. <laughs> This place is a fucking pigsty, Marty. Yeah. So because of this incident, Marty's like, I don't think Dr. Ike has my best interests at heart. (laughs) 
So he yeah. decides to go to his sister. Right. And try and make amends, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sister then fills his head full of nonsense. Oh, about how, like, God. You yeah. should be an independent man. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, ha- you shouldn't keep your f- food in the bedroom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you should put your food in the press. Nonsense. You should be allowed to go to the toilet whenever you want, not just once a day. What, are you Gandhi? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Stop filling my head full of nonsense. Okay, right? so he starts to wake up a little bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, during this time, I should have mentioned that there's a, a guy who works for New York Times lives right beside Marty. Right. And okay. he notices this and he thinks this is a bit weird. So he starts doing a podcast about this, and that's where the podcast came from. Oh, wait, so you listen to his podcast? Yeah, you this is the to pod- a podcast by a guy who writes for the New York Times? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he well, was looking for a story. He found it right next door. That's where the name Shrink Next Door comes from. Can't believe it then. It's obviously lies. It's lies, isn't it's it? It's all yeah, lies. Yeah. The New York Times, pff, wake up, Brian. Fabric's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the podcast came, and now... Uh, so, had there been any repercussions? Yes, yes. So, there was like a two-year ordeal where they were trying to get his license taken away, get Dr. Ike's license taken away, and Dr. Ike's like, I've done nothing wrong. Yeah. Well, how did I do anything wrong? Yeah, yeah. He was asking for it, he basically. Was. Yeah. He and didn't need all that bone marrow. Come on. And it's funny how he's like, Dr. Ike is like, hey, look at all these documents I got him to sign saying that he was of sound mind and definitely not being controlled. Yes. But it's like, if you get a guy to, to sign like 12 documents saying I'm not being controlled, yeah. that looks a bit weird, isn't it? It does. It's a little strange, yeah. Hmm. So, did he go to jail or anything, Marty uh, or at, Dr. Ike? In the last few months, he's lost his license. Okay. But, oh, there's a weird thing, actually. When they first confronted Dr. Ike about this, all right, the New York Times guy. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Ike's uh, defense was that he had to do this because Marty was unstable and he liked to drown animals. Marty liked to drown animals? Yeah. Okay. Weirdly, Dr. Ike says this is his defense. Like, the first time he's questioned on this, it never gets brought up again. Oh, okay. So I feel like this this is him getting real sloppy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's him, he's just throwing shit at the wall, you know? Seeing what sticks. This is, again, the com- comedy equivalent of reading off the notes. <laughs> I'm just being like, uh, uh, that didn't work. That didn't work. They're not all going to be winners, <laughs> folks. We're trying something here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically it. So at the moment, he's lost his license. Um, but nothing like, real legally has happened yet. Yeah. They're what tra- about his wife? Does she, is she going to get, like... Dr. Ike's wife? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's grand. She's complicit. Is she not? No, actually, she called up and was like, can we get the novels back? Oh, Because okay. oh, a lot of uh, Ike shit is still in Marty's house. Right, okay. So she was like, yeah, I know the way we controlled you for 30 years, but can, like, stop being a dick, all right? Come on, Marty. Don't be a douche. Mm. Yeah. So I think that that's basically everything I have about that's The Shrink I, can't, I'll, I look forward to the show. I really hope the show isn't too silly. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know, like... Because there's a, I got sense there's a much darker side to this that even the podcast didn't cover. Okay, like there's a lot of like some of the, some of the sexual stuff. I'm like, there's probably more going on there. That, okay, and they can't say it because it's a New York Times thing. What kind of sexual stuff? There's a lot. They mentioned a lot. Like he was hanging out with all his female patients. And they, oh, okay. They right, kept right, touching right. his his tie. Right. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of Noel Clarkisms. Oh fuck yeah, kiddlehood. Yeah. Well, go on and ting. I be raping the bitches, fam, etc. Yeah. This is that. That was crazy. That yeah. happened. We we just recorded the last episode of the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. We found out about that. The story broke, yeah. and Brian was like, "Oh, we need to record another one." And I was like, "Get out of my house." It's 11 p.m. I want you gone. But Kiddlehood. I actually rewatched Kiddlehood there. There's a hold up. Fucking trash. Oh, it's really? awful. It's really bad. And I'm not saying that. I mean, you know me, Brian. I like to support the work of uh, abusers. Yeah, that's what you're no- known for. That's <laughs> my whole thing. No, I, I remember watching Kiddlehood when I was younger and really loving it. It's fucking shite. Like the whole thing, it's kind of like it, it plays a trick on you, right? Because it it's the majority of the film is like colloquialisms and slang. It's like you're gonna step to me, fam. Gonna murk me blood. Blah blah blah. All that type of stuff. Yeah. So you kind of like, oh, I guess this. There, you know, there's a gritty authenticity to it, right? But then when you kind of look past that, it's like, oh, actually, the decisions being made by the characters and the way they go on, it's actually really dumb and underwritten, underdeveloped. 
it's just not very good it's bad writing bad directing bad acting and you kind of got fooled the first time because it's like you know it's all sex drugs and violence and like british street slang yeah so you kind of so when you're watching it, you're like i'm kind of basically in a gang yeah 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 look i'm i'm be, i'm pretty much plan b over here now you can walk around monaghan and be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> well go on fam allow it fam allow it <laughs> man's gonna get murked and ting on the glizzy fam man linking a jesse you get me i'm afraid i don't sir. i kind of more liked it because i was a big noel clark fan from doctor who that's right, he was in Doctor Who. Yeah. See, I never watched Doctor See, Who. See, I was a big fan of Noel Clark. I still am. Uh, <laughs> and the whole... S- s- two word, two roads diverge at a word. I'm all like, yeah, British gangster street crimes. Like, well, I really loved his work in Doctor Who. Yeah, I watched Kid Hulk. like, where's the Cybermen? <laughs> this is strange. Uh, I see black men, no Cybermen. Mm, but like... Uh, they're in disguise. <laughs> The Cybermen are wearing FUBU tracksuits. But I, I liked I liked them, all right? And I kind of, looking back, i kind of surprised. He was really, he was always putting out stuff. Oh, man, he's very prolific. Yeah, he's I didn't realize how films. powerful he was. Like, Is he, he that powerful? No, that's the thing. I didn't think so initially, right? Because literally his entire filmography is fucking garbage. Like, Kid Hood is the best film he's ever yeah. made. And even it is shy. And that was the lowest budget of all of them. It's, but like, yeah, but it's all fucking garbage. It's all very kind of cheap, but low he, budget Yeah, yeah, yeah. British but films. see, he won the BAFTA, right? But then he was on, like, whatever, like, the board of trustees or something. Like, the actual BAFTA committee. Mm. I guess, you know whatever for whatever reason they decide to put him on so because of that he had clout in the industry even though he didn't deserve it because his f- work was all terrible but doctor who yeah well obviously doctor who yeah like that endears him to fucking little white nerds like you but yeah the the top dogs the hard lads like cadden here i was like oh yeah shit. see if a woman came to me and she's like oh noel made me feel uncomfortable like but doctor who yeah yeah he played mickey but fucking like what is it like 20 women no, i think it's forth? like almost close to 30 now it's like That's, 27 it's yeah insane, tell you what yeah. doesn't sound good now i've been thinking about this a lot if you hear the guardian have your dick pics that does not <laughs> sound good what's does it? fucking insane though is like he won that he got the bafta it's like lifetime achievement bafta or some shit yeah yeah he's given the speech about it but he knows that the Guardian article is about to come out. Yes. The BAFTAs know about the allegations, but decided to still give him the award. It's fucking insane. He's just standing there. He's like, yeah, when I won this 12 years ago, people were like, oh, you're cocky, bruv. So I was like, maybe I'll apologize. But you know what? I'm not going to apologize. For it's like, nothing. For nothing. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> and it's like, mate, you've got 20 women coming forward with rape allegations. And you're standing there. It's like, inclusivity in it, fam. Do you know? Yeah. It's insane. Ooh, I, I, I think now, what what would you have done now? You're in that same position. Yeah. See, would you I'm have gone like... Clark. Okay, here's what I would have done. Got in front of the story, would you? No, this is what I would have done. Is I, There's going to be a lot of like, crazy things being said about me, yeah? But I'm going to even the playing field for you now. This is my apology to all them bitches. And I just pulled on my trousers and shoved the entire BAFTA statue <laughs> up my ass. Like, oh, fucking hell. Oh. Like, it hurts and ting. But maybe now you see that, like, we is level. That yeah. it's all good. So, let's sleep in dogs lie, yeah? And it'll be like, the first black man to put a BAFTA <laughs> up his ass. That, that's progress. But not the last. <laughs> <laughs> Not if Kenneth Branagh gets his way. Do you remember? Well, actually, I always, I didn't think he'd be like, you know, as bad as he was. But there was, there was a rumor about him being a bit of a cunt because, you know, Adam Deacon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They had a big feud. Yeah. Because they were like, he was in, Adam Deacon was in Kiddlehood. They had a real working relationship. They did movies together, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But then there was a big falling out. And then apparently Adam Deacon, like, got sectioned because he like kind of he sent death threats to he sent death threats to noel clark via text and noel clark like took him to court and he got sectioned and all this stuff but then later on he was also running around with machete i think yeah i think he has got some mental I issues think he, and probably noel clark didn't didn't help with it help it like. yeah 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 but so there was a rumor like ah he's a bit like you know a bit harsh yeah bit mean but it sounds like you know what so like what are the allegations he was like filming women 
without their consent and make, be showing it. Make, making them do naked auditions when they didn't want to, filming it, showing it around. And then sending cock pics so, and stuff. Dick pics, like grabbing on women, trying to kiss them, touching them, caressing them. Just like, just creepy, pervy mm. shit. Like, I don't know if there's any hard R allegations. No, no. Is there not? No, no. no. But still, there's enough, you know, bad stuff there. And like, here's the thing, like, not to say that if your work's good, you can get away with it, but his his work is terrible. He is not good. What about his? What about res- bulletproof? I don't. Oh, what was that with Ashley Waters? That's the sh- TV show yeah. he's in on Sky One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've answered your own question there. <laughs> there's, pal. A, there's a great scene in that. All right, it's a great show on Sky One. There's a great scene in that where, like, I think there's a terrorist trying to put give him a throw some handcuffs. Like, put he's holding a gun. Like, put those on. And Noel Clark's like, when are you people going to learn? Uh, we don't wear chains. Ah. Yeah, it's a slavery. Like. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Unless she was a fan-ass bitch. Get me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. But yeah, so it's wild, the, all these allegations coming out And then now. he's throwing Barrowman under the bus as well. Poor old John Barrowman. He's right. Oh, we should talk about that video as yeah, well. Yeah, that was he, hilarious. Oh. He should have done that and accepting the awards. Like, <laughs> Barrowman took his dick out and he did it like this. And then he used the mic He used the microphone as his dick to show that John Barrowman, who was his co-star in Doctor Who, yeah. used to like whip out his dick and like rest it on people's shoulders. So... There's Noel Clark there and then two middle-aged, middle-class white women. Yeah. And he's just going around pretending the microphone is his dick and slapping them, like, in the face with the microphone. And it goes on for about three minutes. Yeah. And everyone is very uncomfortable. It is good mind games, though, because it's, it's like, uh, there's layers to it. Because it's like, this is what a gay guy would do if he was rubbing his cock in your face right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the white woman can't get offended. Yeah, yeah. This is like what gay bloods do with they dick and ting. They slap it on the face and the shoulder because they don't want to get near the punani <laughs> in it. Like if you had a bum hole, they'd be like, give me the bum hole fam. But nah, they, they can't even fathom that because the bum hole, too close to the punani and that's too much for a minute. Yeah, I don't know if that really switched there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm letting you roll. Like. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. You got energy now. <laughs> But what's this? We're going after a black man. <laughs> no, let's go. Let's go after a white guy now. John Barrowman. Innocent. Yeah. Wait, no, gay. Guilty. <laughs> guilty. Guilty. And, guilty. And Welsh. <laughs> oh god. Welsh tend to be American. Yeah, but what's the, what's that about? He has like the American accent, but he's Welsh. I think he was he's Welsh, and he came over to America when he was like ten. Right. Okay. And that's where he caught caught the gay. Caught the gay. Yeah. I got the bug. The acting bug. <laughs> also called AIDS. Yeah. But like um. Yeah, they're trying to get him as well, but no one's made a complaint about Barrowman. Yeah. It sounds like it was all fun. Everyone involved, it's funny, like, everyone involves, like, yeah, he rubbed his cock on my shoulder, and I liked it, and the people on Twitter are like, it's still wrong. Yeah. Well, again, like, now, I'll just preface by saying I have never done this, but, like, you know, growing up with lads, you know, that was always the big goof, somebody would whip their dick out. Would that happen a lot with you? A, f- a mutual friend of ours used to do it quite a I bit. D- I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit he used to do but it. But was there anyone else would do that, though? Um, no, it wasn't like a regular thing, but like I remember like a, a, another another fan of this podcast. <laughs> I got a festival. He liked to go streaking. He'd like, he'd whip, take off all his clothes and he'd have a guitar like and he just have the guitar covering his genitals and he'd start running around really? the you know campsite. It was stuff. a better time, wasn't so, it? So you know what I mean? It was just it was silly fun and games. Now in retrospect, yeah, probably you know problematic or whatever. But like when you're a teenager, you don't even think about it in that well, respect. What, what, what age was he? Oh, uh, he would have been maybe around nineteen when he did that. Okay, so of age as well. Yeah, of so. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he never like went grabbing on anyone or anything yeah. like that. You it know, wasn't hard. Yeah, that's what you can't tell with a guitar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's still good about it. Anyway, but look, I'm just saying. Like, you know, I, I never did. That. I never kinda, had the confidence to. Yeah, me neither. You like, know what? It's meant to be funny taking your cock out. Imagine if you bomb. Yeah, exactly. Imagine bombing with your cock with out. Your cock out, and you have to like just put it back in, like, a, s- like your flaccid, shriveled yeah. cock. Just put it back in with silence. It's like someone <laughs> coughing. Yeah, yeah. Just a tumbleweed going past <laughs> your dick. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good feeling. But that mutual friend of ours he used to do it a lot. Like, I don't think he does it anymore. Well, like, but- yeah, it's not like he was doing it in front, of, you know, while giving a speech to the Baftas. Yeah, or, or he wouldn't do it at women. It was just like to the lads. Just when you're tied up. Huh? We just yeah. with us when we're tied when up, we're like, tied up, and that's grand with a ball gag. But anyway, look, I'm just saying in that sort of like 
And that's what it seems like with John Barrowman. It seems like that. Yeah, exactly. Like a silly, funny, you know, oh, jackass, dirty Sanchez kind of way. But that's the thing, men. We just didn't even contemplate how that would make a woman uncomfortable. But you know why should I mean? we care? What? Why should I care? Well, uh, I don't know. Because they I'm feel... F- it's, it's, I'm just saying, if you're filming Doctor Who, you're doing God's work here. Yeah. And if someone wants to take their cock out... Yeah. And just grin and bear it. Take one for the team. I'm just saying, like, he's a gay guy. He's not going to do anything to you, hopefully. Well, he might, like, run up on the lads and, you know, try to do stuff to them. Yeah, Maybe. you should support that. Yeah, yeah. Are you a Doctor Who fan or not? But yeah, look, I'm just he saying... He actually, he talked about that in Doctor Who magazine, actually. Whipping his dick out? Yeah, I remember we talked, and he got, they got complaints in the magazine. Really? Yeah, because people were like, my gay son reads this, and he doesn't need <laughs> to hear any more about this. He gets too excited. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, again, I think it is just a product of its time. Lads didn't realize how bad it was to whip your dick out as a funny prank. But now we know it's bad, so... So what? I don't know. Well, am I supposed to change my way of life? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've never done it, so, like... But again, that's a confidence thing as opposed to, like, a morality thing. Yeah, I'd love to do it. (laughs) I wish I could. I need Dr. Ike to help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wish I had the balls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's interesting to see what happens with Noel Clark. He's still doing Cameo. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, I'm wrong. He got kicked off Cameo. Oh, McDermott's on cameo. Yeah, no, yeah. there's no connection. No connection there. Yeah. The white Noel Clark. <laughs> the white posh Noel Clark. From the Dublin. most evil thing I can think of is a white Noel Clark. Walk <laughs> one, fam. Allow it, my slime. Yeah. What are we on time? What are we at? You check there. Uh, yeah, we're just at an hour there. Okay. I think we'll wrap. I, I like because uh, the last few times we've been recording, they've been going like way over. Yeah, I yeah. think let's not way over. No, they don't deserve more of us. Yeah, yeah. I think let's keep them hungry, <laughs> hungry for more. So let's uh, let's wrap up one little thing, though. One little thing. What? Uh, yeah. What else you got? So, uh, oh, I tell you what. You you got very excited. We watched. Uh, we've separately. We both watched Bad Grandpa. Oh, Dirty Grandpa. Oh yeah, Dirty yeah, Grandpa. I get yeah, those two mixed up all the time. With Robert De Niro, yeah. and Zac Efron. Yes. Yeah. That's our recommendation of the week. <laughs> Don't listen to some fucking stupid podcast with people with issues. Yeah, or fucking, yeah, Mark Kermode's like, it was an absolutely vile piece of cinema. Uh, a complete attack on the senses. Grotesque. It's like, no, if you want to see De Niro jerking off the porn, wanting to bang 12... No, what is it? <laughs> Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, who is so hot in that film. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's great. But, so, uh, I'll tell you what, something about her banging old man is just so good. So hot. Yeah. Yeah. Because it gives you that hopes, like, maybe when I'm 80, a sexy 22-year-old will bang me. The only way they have blacked raw, they should have elderly raw. <laughs> that is a thing. Old guy, young girl. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard. <clears throat> it's so great. But, uh, but yeah, and then, like, fucking De Niro's just, like, saying racist, homophobic shit all the way through. It's great. The fucking, yeah. Well, it's it's not a good film, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, it's definitely not a good film. No, you no. know what? There's actually kind of hints of a good film. You're like, I wish Lord and Miller or some someone good could have made this into something because you know, yeah, exactly. It's Efron almost like it's not it's not like, even not bad enough to be good. Yeah, do you know what it is? And the whole thing is like Zac Efron is like the weird like nerdy guy is like, but he's fucking like a shredded beefcake. I mean, he's the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Yeah, he's subhuman. Like, yeah, yeah. It just no, so he's extra human. Makes me sick. But did he? He just got surgery, did he? I said he got his the, jaw. The rumor extended? is he got his jaw. He was like, "I'm not good enough." And yeah, get my jaw extended. You gotta love Hollywood that someone as fucking beautiful as Zac Efron looks at himself in the mirror and thinks, "I'm a worthless pig. Yeah. I need to go under the knife." There's some world class negging going on in Hollywood. <laughs> that, I mean, he, Dr. Ike. Yeah, that's yeah. who's Dr. Ike's working for Zac Efron, <laughs> saying, oh, "You're proud of yourself, you ugly fat pig." Yeah. Where you can be like, "Hey, Zac Efron, put down the fork." <laughs> Uh, hey buddy I got a movie for you A fridge yeah. too far Hey Yeah yeah. And then like You know Zach runs into the bathroom Starts crying You're like See I'm helping his career okay? Making himself sick This is how you help The young people Yeah yeah He just hooks a car battery Up to his abs <laughs> <laughs> Take it you whore Get better Shredded Yeah, yeah. But no but Dirty grab it's, it's it's fun if you're stoned And not yes. paying attention Yeah exactly But yeah. don't expect Citizen Kane It's no <laughs> But Kermode was like, it's worse than Entourage. 
than the Entourage movie. Uh, he said it's also worse than movie 43. Yeah, Kermode's Which I got, really don't think anything could be worse than movie 43. Kermode's got bad taste, I think. Yeah. It's movie 43, that's the anthology movie, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's, it's unwatchable. Mm. At least Dirty Grandpa, there's like a semblance of a film there, you know? But dirt, like movie 43 is just like... Just take a bunch of dumb, underwritten, underdeveloped sketches that are just really like scatological or like, you know, crude humor... And it's just the whole thing is so. I don't understand how they got all those. A-listers I think it's some kind of it. some kind of tax tax thing, thing yeah, like yeah. some money laundering so, thing. Look, you can either do more movie forty three or do swimming with spastics with dolphins. It's a new charity I've yeah. set up, and they're like, you which go- one makes me more sick? <laughs> Now, can I put my finger in the spastics blowhole? Yeah, of course you can. They're not coming back. Most of them can't swim. We're just going to say it was a bad accident, you know. But yeah, that's my new charity. Swimming with spastics with dolphins. It's going to be huge. People are going to love it. Yeah, yeah fuck. Yeah, yeah it's not... Uh, so it's like not when good. like uh, dolphins blow water out of the blowhole, the spastics just drool out their mouth. Anyway. Perfect. Perfect. There. Let's let's get some lasagna. Yeah. We've earned that. We've done it. Now, God. I'm all spent now. The Patreon, I'm gonna have to Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to get myself all psyched up again. You've got to get offensive now. <laughs> yeah, now I'm done with the PC bullshit. <laughs> Come over to the Patreon if you want the real stuff. Yeah, this is like, you know, oh I had to tone down here. <laughs> I had to sell out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is this is this is Johnny Rotten when he did it a commercial for butter, you know. It's like if you want the real punk rock, subscribe to the Patreon, Your Majesty. Yeah, that that was BBC One, James Cat. Yeah, turn over to see BBC Three, James Cat. <laughs> oh yeah, ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy, diggy. And then there's BBC Four, James Cat. Like you talking about canals? <laughs> well, the. Uh, Yorkshire Canal was a very interesting story, actually. It was a, a bunch of plebs got together and shit in a bucket. And I came along with lots of money yeah. and thought, what if we put a boat on that? And then, oh, who is it? Oh, it's E4 Cannon. <laughs> well, go on and ting. I mean, with my main man, Noel Clark, and his mad bitches talking wow shit about my fam. It's all nonsense, bruv. Man's well on the glizzy, you get me? Them sus fam, yeah? Sus, bruv. Yeah, so... Head over to Patreon. Uh, head over for, for all that and more. <laughs> subscribe yeah. to the oh, Patreon. Oh, it's it's BBC Chinese. <laughs> no, no, stop. Yeah, Patreon, no. save it. Yeah. Okay, everyone. All Thanks right. for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye.